You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 13:23 with Paul Wanza. And Ken Farmer medalist Dan Menzel. Dan, it's a massive weekend for the Adelaide Giants this weekend. And our next guest is brought to us by Tire Power. Think safety this January. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. From the Adelaide Giants, it's their coach, Chris Adamson. Chris, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, congratulations on winning the division. 25-15 and 15 was your win-loss record. What do you think have been the strengths this season with your team? Uh, I mean, the, we've got a pretty resilient bunch. You know, there's been some adversities over the journey, you know, both in-game and, you know, from week to week. And, just the way the guys have bounced back and maintained their self-belief has been something that's it's been pretty cool to be a part of, to be honest. So, yeah, I'd say they're a pretty resilient bunch, and I think that's been one of the highlights for me personally. Now, Chris, uh, finishing on top of your division means that you get to get the home finals this weekend. How much of an advantage in it? Everyone knows with different sports, there's bigger advantages in some than others. How much of an advantage is it having the home finals this weekend here in Adelaide? I think it's a big deal. Obviously, there's the you know the obvious stuff like playing in front of friends and family and sleeping in your own bed and all that kind of stuff. But you know, West Beach, where we where we play down there, is it's a unique place to play. You know, it's right in the ocean, so the wind blows, you know, in primarily. So the way you have to play that field is a little bit different. So you know, we try to make it a little bit of a fortress. So we were trying to do all we could last week to give ourselves a chance at, to host the play- playoffs, and you know, we're luckily enough we got an opportunity, and you know, can't wait for the weekend. So you talked about it being a unique place to play down at West Beach, uh, just off the ocean there. Does that mean that it potentially it's a batter-friendly or a pitcher-friendly uh, diamond? And then if that's the case, do you build your list around that at all? Yeah, so it's a, it, primarily it's a bit more of a pitcher's park. So, you know, the, generally speaking, the wind blows in from the ocean. So that, like where our field is situated and the angle of it, that's kind of straight in from right field. So... You know, you can hit some balls pretty good. They just get caught up in the wind. So it's a good place for guys to come and pitch. But, but our hitters, have, you know, that, that's another example of their resiliency. You know, it's not necessarily a, a perfect place to hit, but, you know, they've made some adjustments with that. And, uh, and the, to the second part of your question, it, it do, definitely does come into play, you know, with how we structure our lineup, whether it's more, you know, left-handed heavy or right-handed heavy if we do look at the weather and, what, what types of pitches give us give ourselves the best chance. So there's a little bit more behind the scenes that goes into it. So, yeah, the weather is absolutely a factor and it's, it's something that we can't ignore. Chris, you set up your season with a 12-game winning streak. Have you ever been involved in uh, that sort of streak before? I have not. That was uh, that was pretty special. That was something that, you know, we've, obviously we weren't really talking about it. It was just something, but, you know, the way in which we... We tied the record and then obviously beat it in that last game. It was just something that was it was really cool to be a part of and, and something that, yeah, I'll definitely remember. Just the way the guys got around one another and how much it meant. It was, it was really something that was cool. And, 
you know, in sports, there's a lot of good things um, to be around individually, but in, this was just an example of a whole bunch of guys coming together and doing something pretty cool that hopefully will be remembered. So that was that was really special, and it was and it was something that put us in a good position for the rest of the season. Now, Chris, we take on Auckland this weekend. Uh, we had a really good finish uh, to the year against them in a four-game series in Auckland with a three-one victory in that small series. Does that give you a lot of confidence going in against that lineup? Yeah, it does. It does. It's uh, it's something. They're, they're still a really good team, and obviously, every team in the in the playoffs is like they're they're all of high quality. But it's you know it's a little bit of confidence for the guys, but they also understand that you know the playoffs is a different beast, and they've got they've got some really good guys on their team with with quite a bit of experience. So you know we're we're just we've done a lot to prepare ourselves as best as we can, and we'll be ready for them. And ultimately, you know, hopefully, we can take care of business and come out the other side. I want to ask you about Nick Ward. He's had a, a fantastic season, 54 hits, averaging uh, 344. Tell us a little bit about Nick Ward. Oh, he's been amazing. He's, uh, you know, he's come in and, you know, the, the numbers speak for themselves. But just the way he's, you know, assimilated into a clubhouse, he was new to the team. And, you know, he he took on a leadership role just inadvertently, just by the way he carries himself. He's a, like, consummate professional. And the way he prepares on a daily basis is super consistent. And to see him... Not only have the success, but also, you know, sign that contract with the Philadelphia Phillies in the States has been something that, you know, it's really cool to be a part of. And, yeah, we're, I'm very thankful that he's on our team, that's for sure. The other one we want to ask you about is the captain, Jordan McArdle. Now, he's been on fire lately. In his last seven games, he's nine for 22 with five home runs. Uh, is he the danger man, I guess, for Auckland and who you're hoping to keep going come the playoffs? Oh, absolutely. You know, he... It's really cool to see him do what he's doing. Like he's, had, you know, he's had some tough times in his life, and just to see what he's doing right now, it's, it's, it's incredible to be honest. And you know, he he's dealt with a lot of adversities personally, and just what he's doing, like he he's one of the the few guys in our team. He's got a full time job and posts up, and he's been the backbone of our team for pretty much the entire year. So to see what he's done is is amazing, and you know, I have no no worries about him continuing that throughout. But again, there's a lot of stuff off the field that he brings, which is which is immeasurable. And, and just to see what is happening, you know, it's a, I'm wrapped for him. It's really it's really fun to watch. You worked out who you'll be your starting pitcher on uh, Friday night yet, Chris? Yeah, so Jordan Fowler will go in game one and Dylan Unsworth, our South African sensation, he'll go on the on Saturday night and then uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, if Sunday's required, we'll see where we're at. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do all we can to win the first one and then see how we go. But, yeah, Jordan Fowler, he's going to have the ball um, in the first inning of game one. So, Chris, I just want to ask about that with Jordan Fowler and, I guess, the impact on games that you have as the coach slash manager. In the Major League Baseball, we see uh, teams go to their bullpen regularly. How how deep would you like these guys to go before having to call upon the bullpen? Um, so, I mean, it's a little bit of a cliche where the, the game will dictate, but, um, you know, we're, we're lucky. So this series being a little bit shorter than normal with only being a three-game series as opposed to a four. So... You know we're we're going to have plenty of arms ready to go in the bullpen. So if he's cruising, we're going to we're going to let him go. He's earned the right to you know get himself into some stuff. And if he if he needs help, we're at, we're going to have his back. But but he's earned the right to go deep in the game. So you know if we got five or six innings from him and then handed over the bullpen, hopefully with a lead, we'll be in a really good position. And I'd like where we're at. What do you need to do to get the win over Auckland? Simple question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we can we can score more runs than them, but uh, that's probably overly simplified. But uh, no, I think uh, right now the big thing for us is free bases. So if we, you know, if we throw strikes and and limit walks for them, and you know when they put it in play, if we 
if we catch the ball and look after it and don't make too many errors, then I think we're going to be in a really good spot. So probably the biggest thing and what we've been talking about is just you know limiting free bases this week because our lineup's going to going to be good enough and we'll score some runs, but uh, it's just a matter of limiting them as best we can. So I'd say free bases is a big key for us this week. Now, Chris, we dropped a couple of games uh, leading into the playoffs of late. A question I've got for you is, how much uh, were you guys in each series going, yep, it's right now, we are here in the moment, or was there a slight look towards potentially if we make playoffs, these are the little things we might tinker with? Um, yeah, there is a little bit of that. You know, obviously we're doing all we can just to win on that given day. But, you know, some of those, you know, there was times that we had to see some people go through some adversities, you know, to see see how they react and see, you know, what their damage control was like and a bunch of different things like that. So, you know, one, one thing that we kept reminding, like it, there was two ways to look at everything, you know, like we put ourselves in a good position with the win streak, but just get, being able to go through some of those tougher times really, you know, made us learn a lot about ourselves from a physical perspective, from a mental perspective and how we bounce back. So a lot of those things, it's uh, it was a little bit of both, if I'm honest. So we're, we're obviously trying to win that game, but we're also seeing, you know, how people react and how they go when when the fire's the hottest. So I like where we're at, and I, I think us going through some of those, you know, rougher times throughout the year is going to really put us in good stead for the next few weeks. Chris, you mentioned a three-game series for the prelim final. What about the the big one, the big dance, the grand final? Is that over three games as well, or is that stretched out to five? Uh, yeah, so that is just three, but that, that's actually a little bit different in the in the sense that we, uh, whoever's the top seed, so they'll actually choose whether whether or not they want, you know, games two and three at their place or if they want game one at their place. So there's a, probably a little bit of strategy in that. Um, and I'm sure there's probably a follow-up question, what, what would I choose? Which yes. right now I'm not, quite, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what that is. But uh, but I think, um, yeah, so it's a little bit different. So if Brisbane get through this week, then they'll be the top seed and they can choose. But, you know, if they got rolled and we got through, then we would be the top seed and we would have to make that decision. So... Um, yeah, I mean, we love playing here, and if there's an opportunity to potentially celebrate um, in front of friends and family and a you know pretty hungry baseball community, given that it's been 43 years, I think um, you know I think we'd lean towards that. But but that wouldn't just be me making that decision; it'll be you know some front office people and coaching staff, and and ultimately the players as well. So, um, but we've got to get there first. So right now we're just we're just thinking about this weekend and and do all we can to play for another week. Chris, we wish, wish you all the best. We know you're going to go well and uh, get the result and move on to the big dance. Good luck. Thanks very much, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Chris Adamson, the coach of the Adelaide Giants. Yeah, really interesting there, Bonds. Um, I want to fire it at you. What would you do if we do happen to win and make it through to the championship series? Would you, as Chris talked about there, have game one if you had the choice at home and potentially play game two and three away if it goes to that? Or would you play away for the first one and then two and three at home? Uh, in, the heart says two and three at home because then you win it at home in front of your home fans. Yep. But I think getting the advantage of winning the first game in a three-game series is probably more important. So I'd play the first one at home. Interesting. I would go the other way. The other way, yeah. I would go the other way and go in with the mindset, let's steal game one. Uh, let's just yep. let's swing. Let's go for it. Nothing to lose here. We win game one. It's almost home. We're going home. It's almost home. We're going to win one yep. or two. Um, the other thing that probably it would be determined by is your starting pitcher. Correct. If you had a gun starting pitcher, you could back them in at an away park yes. to get the job done. If you yes. were a little bit unsure on your starting pitcher, you might want to have that game at home. 
It's a it's a great question there, but you can catch if you have not been down to West Got Beach, lots of giants. Uh, tickets have been selling fast. Uh, Dan and I went there uh, earlier in the season, along with Sam, our producer. Uh, we had a fantastic night. Game one is Friday night at uh, seven o'clock down at West Beach. Game two Saturday night, same time, and if required, Sunday at six p.m. Uh, so uh, they play the Auckland. Um, what's their name? Uh, the Auckland Tura. Tura. Tuatara. Yes. Tuatara. That's how Auckland you pronounce Tuatara, it. Sorry. Um, yeah, so they uh, they will take them on and should be a cracking game, and I'm sure the Giants will get through to the big dance. Per- perfect gone. warm weather for oh. it. It will be warm tomorrow, but Great. at 7 o'clock, that will be wonderful down there. Make sure you get along. I'm still contemplating getting along to at least one of these bonds. So yeah. really looking forward to seeing our Giants um, deservedly be favourites go into this and hopefully get the job done and get into that championship. And 43 years, he mentioned. Yeah, since the Claxton Shield's been in South Australia. Wow. We'll just, uh, yeah. It's time. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed.